Hello, everybody. I just want to welcome you to the show, Witness of His Life, Testigo de la Luz. Um, I haven't been on in a while. I know it's been Brother Leonard that has been uh, on here sharing God's word with you, and I hope that you've been blessed uh, more abundantly because of him. Uh, I know that I am. So, But I wanted to share a little bit with you tonight about what God's been dealing with me and my heart about. And, um, you know, a lot of times we go through situations and as long as situations turn out good, we're strong in the faith. But as soon as something happens, right, we're asking ourselves, God, what happened? God, what happened? And we're always in that situation, right? But the Bible says that we do not walk on feelings and and eyesight, but in faith. We walk by faith, not by emotions, not by what we think, not by the world, not by the news, not by, uh, you know, those uh, shows that talk about history and and they try to historically uh, describe the Bible as, you know, a piece of history, man-made history, right? Instead of, you know, Men spoke as God spoke through them and wrote what God told them to write. So here in this in this uh, passage, I'm going to share a couple of things that I hope that you are blessed with. We go to John 5, a man healed at the pool of Bethesda. So we start there. After this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep's gate, a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda having five porches, and these, lay, and these lay a great multitude of sick, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an, and for an angel went down at a certain time in the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well for whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there, had an infirmity 38 years. When he when Jesus saw him lying there and knew he had been there already in that condition for a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well, sir? And the sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred, but while I am coming, another steps in before me. And Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed and walk. And, and immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. And that was the Sabbath. And the Jews therefore said to him, who was cured, It is the Sabbath. Is it not lawful for you to carry your bed? He answered them, He who made me well said to me, Take up your bed and walk. Then they asked him, Who is this man who said to you, Take up your bed and walk? But the one who was healed did not know who it was. For Jesus had withdrawn a, mul a multitude being in that place. Afterwards, Jesus found him in a temple and said to him, See, you have made, made well, sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. First of all, let's begin by addressing his condition. What caused his condition? What caused our condition? What caused humanity's condition? Jesus says in this passage that See that you have, you, you know, see that you have been made well and sin no more. Lest a worse, worse thing come upon you. So man's problem all along since 
the beginning of Adam and Eve has been sin. The sin problem of us wanting to do our own thing, of following after the world, of following after the desires of the flesh, whatever it may be. So that condition called sin brings forth death. For that, you know, once you have conceived, sin has conceived, death comes forth. So his condition of being sick for 38 years had been a result of sin. So I ask you today, what is your condition? What paralyzes you? Is it physical? A physical condition? Uh, Physical that it cannot be cured? Uh, Is it a mental position? Right? Mental? Mental issues? Is it a position of maybe uh, depression, uh, fear, anxiety, things that paralyze you? It could be a condition that uh, physical, mentally, spiritually, that you find yourself in because the devil doesn't discriminate. He, he, he knows and he's like a lion seeking who, a, who he may devour. So he studies you and he sees, you know, what kind of problems have come down the bloodline and he understands that, hey, you're vulnerable in maybe addiction, maybe in depression, maybe in suicide. You know, that's gone through the bloodline, through generation and generation. And he's been here since the fall of man. So he has he has demons to study you. And here we see that the condition was sin. So the other thing that I want to talk about is man. Man and, and, and the flesh and this world. Because when we talk about these men that, you know, jumped into the water first, you know, they weren't thinking about anybody else. You know, they were thinking about themselves. Hey, I want to get me made well. So the condition of man is sin. And the condition of the flesh is, hey, me first, then everybody else. Instead of being like Jesus who gave himself for us a ransom to made to be made free, right? Jesus, we were on Jesus's mind. Before he was crucified. And that was the whole reason and purpose that he died for us. So what is the condition that you find yourself in? That Jesus can say to you, hey, take up thy bed and walk. Depression, be gone. Fear, be gone. Anxiety, be gone. Suicide, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of the Lamb, I call you null and void. I call you to step up to... To get out of my mind. If you're in prison. If you're in a situation where you can't. You think it's a worthless situation. Yet you got yourself in. That's the devil. He's trying to seek, steal and destroy. He's trying to get to your mind. He's trying to get you to think. Hey, you know what? I'm worthless. I got myself in here. And I'm never going to get out again. But that's a lie. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. No matter how terrible the situation may look like no matter who's turned their back on you no matter who's given up on you god has it he has you on his mind and he wants you to believe in him and that he can do the impossible if we look here in this passage this man had this infirmity for 38 years so the battle in this man was hey will i be made well i know that i can't 
do it by myself. I can't count on man to put me into this pool. But you know what? I believe that God is going to heal me. I'm going to get healed. He had faith. He had the currency of heaven. He believed God that Jesus had, you know, that Jesus was going to heal him. He believed God that he was going to be healed. Somehow, some way, even though everybody always beat him to the stirring of the water, he was going to be made well. But remember, this is a condition of sin. And Jesus came to him and said, do you want to be made well? Well, think about the world. Think about man's condition, sin. For God so loved the world that he sent his son, Jesus, that whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So Jesus is coming to you tonight. He's coming to you right now. And he's asking you, do you want to be made well? Do you want to enter heaven and be told, enter, enter, faithful and faithful servant, enter the kingdom of God that I have for you and, and have all the things that I have planned for you. If you think that this world has so much to offer, it does not. What does this world have to offer that, that Jesus can't offer you plus a million times better. For this, the Bible says that this world and the sin of this world is but a, a passing of time, a passing of uh, pl sinful pleasure that, that wastes away. But God gives you eternal life to be with him, to be made well. So Jesus came to this earth to die on the cross, a sinless life. To ask you, do you want to be made well? And that's the question that I have for you. You know, just like the stirring of the water in the in the pool of Bethesda. Is your heart being stirred? Are you tired of living paralyzed of fear, anxiety, depression, suicide, uh, being in prison, being feeling like you're a failure, feeling like nobody loves you, feeling like you're hopeless? That nobody can pull you out from this pool, from this gate where nothing, everywhere you look, there's a great multitude of sick people. They're blind, they're lame, they're blind to the word of God. They're lame, they cannot walk by the word of God. They're paralyzed in suicide, by suicide and fear of this world, what everything that's happening. And they're just waiting for something to happen. The stirring of the water. Right? Because when the, the water stirred and the first one that got in got healed of whatever disease they had. So I'm not just speaking about your physical, mental paralyzation. I am talking about the, your, your spiritual condition because your spirit, your mind, your body, and your spirit. And when you die, you just don't die and stop existing. Your spirit man. Because remember, we were made in God's image. God is spirit. And when we die, we go to God. To, hit, to The spirit goes to God. And from there, we, we, we are going to be judged. We're not going to be judged on 
the perfections of our works, the imperfections, what we did well, what did we do wrong? We're going to be judged whether we accepted and received Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. They will receive him. That is the bottom line up front. Jesus Christ. What are we going to be made? What are we going to do with this Jesus of Nazareth? The Nazarene who asked the question, do you want to be made well? And I ask you tonight, wherever you find yourself, are you tired of waking up hungover? Are you tired of waking up with the same problem every day of hopelessness, paralyzation? You know, I mean, to be honest, I don't even remember how it felt before I found Jesus. I know that four years ago, coming up in March of 2018, I lost my son Willie, and that was a very devastating blow to me uh, in my heart. It broke my heart, and and I cried out to the Lord, why, why me, why, why Willie, why my son, why the oldest? And it took me a year, but Jesus lifted me out of that hole. And all I kept, and he kept asking me, do you want to be made well? Because my grace is sufficient for you. You know, and, and it took me a year. I'm going to be honest with you to come back on the air and be strong in the faith, believing. And what makes me strong? What makes me, uh, this person that seeks after God, to seek after the power of his resurrection. It is the promise that he has made us, that we have eternal life in him. And I know that my son Willie knew Jesus, and he had been accepted and received Jesus Christ. And I break it down to you in this way. You know, I, I say, repent of your sins. After hearing the God's word and knowing what you're feeling, that you're being stirred by the Holy Spirit right now. Repent of your sins. Then you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Then you believe and you walk in faith and you confess Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. That's what you have to do. I know that we're going to slip. The Bible said that a righteous man falleth seven times, but the Lord lifts them up. The Lord will lift you up. It is the job of the Holy Spirit to keep you saved, to keep you walking on this trail, this this walk of faith, no matter what. And trust me, it has been a walk of faith. With losing my son, uh, God has done a miracle in me uh, to even be on the radio talking about this faith in Jesus Christ the Nazarene, no one that died for our sins. So if if this message is stirring you in your heart, and I pray that it does because I'm sick and tired of people dying without the Lord. Because there's only two places where you're going to exist. Whether you're going to be in the presence of God, in heaven, in eternity, or in hell, separated from God and His goodness. I know that when we go to a um, funeral, everybody's going to heaven. Oh, we're going to see in heaven. We're going to see you in heaven. We're going to be in heaven. But that the reality is, it depends on whether you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. 
because God so loved the world that he sent his son, his only begotten son, to that whoever believeth in him shall have everlasting life. That is the bottom line. And as we can see in this passage, the pool of Bethesda, no man could help him. He couldn't help himself. Money couldn't help him. Everything that he had couldn't help him. The man was paralyzed. The man was sick with an infirmity. But for 38 years, he believed that God was going to heal him. And he told him, hey, you have been made well. Sin no more, lest the worst thing, worst thing come upon you. So the problem is the sin nature. And the Holy Spirit, when you receive Jesus, helps you with that sin problem. So that nothing worse comes upon you. So do you want to be made well? That is the question Jesus is asking you today. And I second that with the question, will you receive Jesus Christ? The answer to this problem that we has, have on earth. Are you sick and tired of waking up? Sick and tired? Are you sick and tired of waking up feeling hopeless? You don't have to wake up like that anymore. You don't have to face tomorrow like that anymore because tomorrow is not guaranteed. We know one thing, we're going to die. And the thing is, God has already defeated death and the grave. And he has provided the liberty and the freedom for you to accept Jesus and to be with him forevermore in heaven. You don't have to fear anymore. You don't have to, wherever you are, you're not hopeless. It could all change right now. You could be the son of the most high God. If you receive Jesus, you become a son of God. And I'm asking you today to do that. To take a chance to trust God. Try him today and see that he is good. That he, he will deliver what he has said. I believe it with all my heart. I hope that one day when when we are in heaven, we can meet and we can discuss this message and, and glorify the Lord and be, be, be in heaven and be able to talk about the time that, hey, you led me to the Lord or the Holy Spirit led me to the Lord because you're, you were moved, your heart was moved, like that pool was moved. You are moved by this message and it is not by by me, but by the, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that draws you right now. So if you're feeling stirred by the Holy Spirit in this message tonight, I ask you, don't wait any longer because to, the Bible says that today is the day of salvation. I want you to receive Jesus as your Savior today. Pray this prayer with me right now. I give you a minute if you're driving, pull over. If you're in prison, do it for you. Don't don't worry about what anybody thinks. Uh, do it for you and uh, be made well. So let's pray. Let us pray. Jesus, I come before you right now as a man. I know that I have sinned. I know that I am lost because of this sin and I don't have an answer for it. And I repent of everything that I have done in my life. From the smallest sin to the biggest sin, I bring it and I give it to you and I put it at the foot of the cross and I cover it with the blood of Jesus right now. And I ask you, Jesus, the Savior of this world, to come into my heart right now, 
Fill my heart with your presence. Come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. Today, tomorrow, and forever. Seal me unto the kingdom of God by your precious blood. I receive you today to be my Savior from this day forth forevermore. Holy Spirit, come into my life today and help me keep me on that path of salvation in Christ Jesus that I may not sin no more lest a worse thing come upon me. Secure me, Holy Spirit, unto Jesus, my Savior, forevermore. I pray today, Lord, that you would make me well today in Jesus' mighty name. I pray right now. And that I would be a beacon and a voice for the lost. Use me for the kingdom of God. Holy Spirit, move and take territory right now. Move in, into the world through this airway and move and make, stir the waters and make people well. That they would receive every believer, every unbeliever, the miracle that they are seeking. So they would know that you work in them miraculously. That you are real, that you are real to them, Lord. Not this fake world, not Hollywood, not the news, but by the power of the Holy Spirit, move upon this world and take territory, Lord. Holy Spirit, the world is yours right now. Take it. Move upon people's hearts today in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to welcome you into the kingdom of God. The Bible says that, Heaven rejoices when the lost find Jesus. So if you did that today, I pray that you would that you would receive that miracle because you're God's son and daughter today. That 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 hopelessness is gone. That that feeling of doubt and desperation and hopelessness and usefulnesslessness would be gone right now, and that you would be filled. Right now, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet with the Holy Spirit, that your angels of God would come and and just minister to you today, that you would be a vessel that would be used by God himself to reach out and save the lost in the area and the realm that you are in right now in Jesus' name. I want to take a few minutes and I just want to pray for people right now. Lord, first of all, I want to pray for the lost, for the people that did not receive you tonight. Lord, that you would continue to not give up on them, Lord, but that you would continue to send people in their paths to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, what you did for them, Lord, and that you would stir them, that you would turn their hearts from stone to flesh, and that they would not die without you, but that they would find you. I pray, Lord, for the hopeless. I pray for the sick. I pray for those people that are seeking a miracle for you tonight, Lord. I pray that even though I did not see my miracle of having a full life with my son, Lord, on this earth, I know that I'm going to see him in eternity, Lord. I, I know in my heart that that's going to happen. But for those people that are hoping in you tonight, for their sickness, for their fears, for whatever ails them, Lord, I pray that you would hear the miracle tonight and that you would move upon their life tonight, Lord, and give them that miracle in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Lord, I just thank you, Lord, tonight, Lord, for moving upon these people, Lord, that you would make them well once again, Lord, by your word, by your spirit, Lord. And I pray for those people that really ridicule you, Lord, that have no faith, that that think that it's a made-up story by the white man to control man. I pray for them, Lord, that their heart would be made flesh, that they would come to know you in the power of your, of your resurrection, Lord. Lord, I pray for the young people out there that don't believe in you because they weren't brought up in the church, because they were brought up believing in something else, whether it's Greek mythology, whether it's Satanism, whether it's some other deity other than you, you are a the only God that exists out there, and you're a jealous God. I pray, Lord, that their eyes would be open, that their hearts would be open to the one true God, Jesus Christ, the maker of this world, the savior of this world. Lord, move upon this land and take territory today in Jesus' mighty name. I hope that everybody, every listener, every listener receives something from God today. That you received something precious from God today and that you would walk away a new person in Jesus Christ. I thank you for listening in on this program, Testigo de la Luz, Witness of His Light. And I hope that you tune in again and that you you would save us to to your podcast to be able to reach us, to hear us right now. Lord, I want to pray over every person that might be demonically possessed, demonically harassed, demonically uh, used. I pray over them right now, Lord. Just like Peter and Paul prayed for that person that was a fortune teller, I speak to them right now that God, that those demonic spirits would leave right now, that they would go to the pit that they would be set free right now in Jesus' mighty name, that they would not be able to use that power, which is your power is gone. Uh, warlocks, your power is gone. You will not be the same the way you were before, but that you would be set free by the power of God right now, that the chains will be broken from sickness, infirmity, from demonic possession, utilization, Whatever it might be right now, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. This is Rick, Brother Rick, sending out an SOS, being a, a light in darkness, being a, a tower by the sea so you don't wreck your life upon the shore and hoping that you prayed that prayer. And if you didn't, go back into the podcast whatever which one you listen to, whether it was Brother Leonard, whether it was me, and receive Jesus Christ and be saved before it's too late. I'm sending out an SOS. I'm sending out a Lifesavers code, a, a Lifesavers jacket, uh, a balloon that you would be saved. Reach out for it today, tonight, for this is the day that the God that God has made let us rejoice and be glad in it. His name is Jesus Christ, and he died for you. Receive him today in Jesus' name. Amen. So I bid you good night. Farewell. God bless. 
In Jesus' name, amen.